Okay, let's start a little differently today. Let's start in a wide-legged, extended child's pose. Knees as wide as the mat, big toes touch, sit your hips back to your heels and start to walk your arms forward. Spread your fingers, open your palms, release your head towards the earth. Maybe your forehead comes down, your chin, or you turn one cheek to the side. Notice what feels best for you at this time. Slow, deep breaths. Settle your hips towards your heels as you continue to reach your arms forward. Spread your fingers. Root through your knuckles. Connect with your breathing and consciously breathe into the back side of your body. As you inhale, expand. Visualize the back side of your body growing broader, as though you're filling a balloon. And then as you exhale, see the gentle fall of the backs of your back, the contraction of uh, the ribs. <laughs> that was the cat dropping the water can. Watering plants. It's <laughs> like someone's got to do it. <laughs> Slowly start to walk your upper body at an angle to the right. Tack your left hip back and down. Reach out through your left fingertips. Breathe along your left side. Again, use the breath to create space. Walk through center, angle the upper body to the left, right hip tacks back, reach through the right fingertips, ground the finger pads, the knuckles, release your head down, soften the expression from your face. You might notice those places where you're inadvertently holding tension. So often this happens uh, around the edges of the mouth, uh, in the jaw. You might even inadvertently be closing your eyes tightly. Walk your way back through center and come into your tabletop. 
Knees hip width distance, wrists below your shoulders, inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into your cow pose. And as you exhale, round your spine, tuck your chin to the chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, uh, open up the back of the, ch- the heart, and move back to cow. So move with your breath, inhale to cow, exhale to cat. Begin to make any modifications to these movements, shifting the hips from side to side, holding in one shape or the other for additional breath. Let this be an opportunity to uh, check in. Recognize what is calling for your attention as you move through these two shapes. Always recognizing that your body is going to be a little different every time you step onto your mat. Okay, come to a neutral spine. You can walk the knees a little bit wider than hip width this distance. Thread the right arm between the knees, reaching back for the left calf, ankle or heel. Land the back side of the right shoulder on the floor, right side of the head on the mat. Keep the left hand down. Gently push the knees down. Shift the hips towards the uh, right as you shift the right shoulder, the uh, outer right ribs towards the left wall. Use the left hand on the floor to push down, looking up beyond your left tricep muscles. So in spite of this twisted, constricted shape, try to breathe deeply. I always use the uh, analogy of wringing out a sponge. So as you inhale, it's as though you're filling the sponge with water. As you exhale, you're squeezing the water out of the sponge pulling your belly button in towards your spine. Let's come back to center and switch sides. Thread the left arm between the knees, reaching back for calf, ankle, or heel, landing the back of the left shoulder, the left side of the head on the mat. Press the knees down, shift the hips gently to the left. Press the left side of the head down, the the back of the left shoulder down. Press the right hand down as you revolve the left ribs towards the right, the right ribs and right shoulder gently towards the left. Looking up uh, past the right Mm -hmm. tricep muscles or the right armpit. Again, be aware of tension in the face and let the facial expression be softened. Inhale to create space. Exhale, wringing out your sponge. Pull your belly button in towards your spine. Continue that gentle shift of the hips towards the left as you press your thigh bones back. Come back to center. Come back to your table. You might walk your left knee an inch towards center as you extend your right leg straight up and back into a three-legged table pose. Turn your toes down as you lift through your inner thigh, keeping your hips level. Extend your left arm forward. Reach forward through the heart and the fingertips. Reach back through the tailbone and the heels and Bring uh, some stability to your center. Draw your lower front ribs in and back. Gentle tone to the upper abdomen to lengthen the lower spine. 
Point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach for the inside of the foot or ankle, grab, get a good grip, and then begin to kick the foot into the hand. Let the left shoulder be pulled deeply onto the back of your chest as you lift your right thigh away from the floor. Again, as you extend forward through the heart, back through the tailbone, keep a sense of toning in your upper abdomen to stabilize your center. Kick and lift. Maybe your gaze is forward and down. Maybe your gaze is just forward. So experiment with that. Notice distribution of weight in your right wrist and shift it into the knuckles. Release the right foot, the right knee, the, right, the left hand down. And then bring your right knee an inch towards center as you extend your left leg straight up and back. Knee and toes point down. Okay, left outer hip wraps down, left inner thigh lifts, right arm forward. Extend the heart, reach the fingertips, lengthen the tailbone, extend the heel. Find your steady gaze, and then point your left toes, bend your left knee, reach for the inside of your foot or ankle. Kick the foot into the hand, roll the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest as you lift your left thigh away from the floor. Again, soften your expression, decide where you want your gaze to be, forward and down, or maybe just forward. Let the right shoulder be pulled deeply onto the back of your chest. So think about the, hand, the foot pulling the arm straight and pulling the shoulder back. How much can you release the shoulder back? Kick and lift one more time and then release the hand down, knee down. Walk the knees back about uh, six inches. Tilt your tailbone towards the sky like cow pose. Reach your chin and chest forward and then in tandem bring your chin and chest to the floor together. Feel your inner thighs push back and apart as your tailbone lifts. Hug your elbows in towards your side ribs. Shrug your shoulders away from your ears. And now slide forward onto your belly. Keep your hands where they were, elbows towards the sky. Press your feet down. Engage the muscles of your legs so that the kneecaps lift. Lengthen your tailbone back. Lift your lower abdomen in and up. And with your next inhale, peel your chin and chest up off the floor without putting any pressure down into your hands for this first baby core pose. Now, now the cat likes me. Elbows in, shoulder blades on the back. Lift through your heart. Lift through the crown of your head. Draw back through the sides of your waistline. And re-engage the legs. Press the tops of your feet down. Lift the kneecaps up. Lengthen the tailbone back. Feel the front of your pelvis ground as your heart lifts. And then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Arrive here. Slow, deep breaths in. Slow, complete breaths out. Maybe your eyes are open and softly gazing at the edge of your own mat. Or maybe your eyes are closed. Bring your senses to this to this experience of lying prone on or <laughs> lying on your uh, belly, supported by the earth,
and we'll do it again. Chin on the floor, press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, lengthen the tailbone back, engage the lower abdomen, plant your wrists by your ribs, elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, inhale to peel your chin and chest up off the floor. Now begin to push down through your hands as you pull the heels of your hands towards the back of your mat. Elbows in towards your side ribs, shoulders away from the ears, limbs, shoulders away from the ears. Good. Good. Press the feet down. Lift the crown of the head up, sides of the neck back, chin parallel to the floor. And exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, upper back broad. Return to your present position. Let yourself absorb the work that you've done. Experience the movement of energy through your body. Chin on the floor. Tuck your toes. We experimented with this last week, and we're going to continue with this pushing up from the ground. So bring your wrist by, uh, by your ribs or underneath your shoulders. Elbows towards the ceiling, and really engage your legs the same way we did for that back bend, although the toes are now tucked. Press back through the heels. Lift through the kneecaps. Lengthen through the tailbone. Draw your lower abdomen in and up. And then press your hands into the floor as you lift through the sides of your waistline into a plank position. If that's not working for you, keep your knees on the floor and push up. Okay, from here, push the hips up and back into our first downward facing dog. Bend your knees one at a time, walk your dog, explore the backs of your legs, maybe your outer hips as you shift them from side to side. Just say hello to your dog pose. Hello. <laughs> Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. How do you start to move in such a way that the posture becomes an expression of your experience on the mat? Root down through the knuckles as you push your hands down and forward. Extend the distance from your fingertips to your outer hips. Bring your dog into stillness. And then inhale once again to come forward. Exhale, lower knees, chest and chin to the floor. Inhale, come up, cobra pose. Exhale, back to your chin. Tuck the toes, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, shrug the shoulders onto the back of the chest. And exhale, push up. Inhale and plank. And exhale, hips lead you back, downward facing dog. Inhale, right leg lifts for a three-legged dog. Knee and toes point down. Breathe here. Release the left heel towards the floor as you lengthen along the back of the left leg. Pull energy up the front of the left leg. Lift into the kneecap. Lift uh, the front of the, rib, the hip crease and then push it back. Try to diminish the crease at the front of your ankle. Push the hands down and forward. Reach the heel up and back. Look to the top of your mat and then exhale. Lunge your right foot forward, patting the back knee if you'd like to as you bring it down to the floor. Scissor the legs together, roll the shoulders back, and let's uh, flow a little bit here. You might scooch your right foot forward about four inches, 
And then exhale, send the hips back, round the spine forward into a runner stretch. Hands might be on blocks here, or hands might walk forward and back, as with your next inhale, you shift the hips down and forward, roll the shoulders back once again. Okay, move through these two postures at your leisure, using an inhale to come forward into lunge, using the exhale to push the hips back and round forward. You might take several breaths in each shape, or you might prefer to move more quickly. So as with cat and cow, listen to your body and start to modify as your body is requesting. So this is still in the warm-up uh, portion of the class. So this is the time where we're really uh, moving in response to what we're experiencing. Okay, inhale, come back into that lunge. Again, scissor the legs together to draw the right hip back and the left hip forward. We're going to bring the hands to the front thigh. And I realize that now that I, um, since I asked you to widen the stance, now I want you to pull the heel back uh, however much you extended it forward. So the right heel comes back a little bit. Hands to the front thigh, straight the elbows, prop up the chest, draw the sides of the waistline in and back, lengthen your tailbone down, and now begin to melt the hips down and forward any bit without leaving that left hip behind. So the left outer hip wraps forward. You might think about the right or the left inner thigh moving towards the wall behind you and even spreading apart to the left wall. Take your arms at your sides, roll your shoulders back, shine your palms forward. Open up your chest, and again, like you're wearing your superhero cape, billowing out in the wind behind you. Inhale, sweep your arms out and up and overhead. As your palms touch overhead, look up. Lift from the base of your heart to the top of your sternum. Continue to scissor your legs together as you melt your hips down and forward. Soften the edges of your mouth. Now bring your gaze forward, right hand to your right thigh. Push your hips back so the knee is once again over the heel. And then hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh. Push your palm into your thigh as you revolve your left ribs towards the right wall. And either choose to stay here or slide the elbow down towards the floor, bringing palms together. Wind your elbows apart, run your collarbones. Scissor the legs together, and if you'd like, tuck the back toes and lift the back knee. Take your gaze towards the ceiling, lift through the back inner thigh, reach through the back heel, extend forward through the crown of the head. The longer the spine, the deeper the twist. Soften at the edges of your mouth, and then look down, knee down, hands frame the front foot. Tuck the back toes, send the right leg back, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into your plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor, tailbone to the ceiling. Inhale, slide forward, curl up, cobra pose. Exhale, forward to your belly. Tuck the toes, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, press down. Inhale in your plank, and exhale back, downward facing dog. Walk your right foot towards center as so you extend your left leg straight up and back, and we're going to hold once again in this three-legged dog pose. Press even weight down and forward through your hands. 
Lift through your left inner thigh, wrap your left outer hip down, and let your right heel melt towards the floor. As the back of the leg extends, tone up the front of the right leg. Lift into the kneecap, press the hip crease up and back, diminish the crease at the front of your ankle. Look forward and exhale, step the left foot forward. Again, pad the back knee as you melt the right knee to the floor. Walk the left foot forward an inch or two. And then exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee in your runner stretch. Inhale, back onto the left foot, hips shift down and forward. You roll the shoulders back, maybe take the gaze up. And continue to move with some fluidity, some connection with your breath through these two shapes. So again, notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling, how you might start to make subtle modifications, subtle additions to my instructions to bring you deeper into your body at this moment. And with your next inhale, come back to your lunge. So as I said, uh, bring the heel forward. Now pull it back so the heel is once again directly below the knee. Scissor the legs together. Right hip pulls forward. Left knee, lift hip pulls back. Hands to the front thigh. Interlace your fingers. Press your elbows straight. Prop your chest up. Draw the sides of your waistline back as you lengthen your tailbone down. Now begin to melt the hips down and forward. Again, without opening the hips or the chest up towards the right wall. Wrap the right outer hip forward. Spin the right inner thigh back and towards the right. Feel the right psoas. Arms at your sides. Roll the shoulders back. As though your superhero cape is... Blowing in the wind, look up, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead, palms touch at the top. Lift from the base of your heart to the top of your sternum, lift through the heart, melt through the hips. Reach the fingertips towards the sky. As you look up, if you want to take a little back bend here, feel, feel free, go for it. We'll have many back bends in our class today. Oh, goody. <laughs> okay, gaze forward. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, back the hips off, push the hips back till the left knee is over the left ankle, left hand to your thigh, draw your waistline back, and then hook your right elbow to the outside of your left thigh. Widen your thigh into your leg, hug your leg against your thigh as you revolve your right ribs towards the left wall, and either choose to stay here or slide your right elbow deeper towards the floor, you might manually move Flesh from the inside of your left thigh to the outside. Bring hands together in prayer. Thumbs to the sternums. Broaden across your elbows and your collarbones. If you'd like, tuck the back toes. Lift the back knee up off the floor. As you lift through the back inner thigh, reach through the heel. Conversely, extend forward through the crown of your head. Maybe start to look up. Soften the edges of your mouth. Release your jaw. Soft, steady gaze towards the ceiling. Look down, knee down, hands frame the front foot, press back down, dog. With your next inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, knees, chest and chin, tailbone towards the ceiling. Inhale, press the feet down, cobra pose. Exhale, back to the floor, tuck the toes. Inhale as you lift the legs. Exhale as you press up into plank. 
Inhale and plank and exhale, hips lead you back. Down dog. One more thing here. Inhale, lift the leg up, right leg. <laughs> Look forward, exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. Melt the left knee down. Scissor the legs towards one another. Bring your hands to your front thigh. Press your elbows straight, prop your chest up, sides of the waistline back. If you have not, you might prop your back knee. Okay. Point your left toes, bend your left knee, reach back to the inside of your left foot with your left hand. Kick your foot into your hand, and then begin to pull your heel towards your outer hip as your hips melt down and forward. So big, big quad stretch, if, uh, probably didn't need to tell you that. <laughs> Draw your left ribs forward, wrap your right ribs back. Kick your foot into your hand as much as you don't want to keep the leg actively pushing into the hand as you pull the heel towards the outer hip. With the hand on the inner thigh, you might start to wrap your knuckles forward just like you would for frog pose. Elbow towards the ceiling. Breathe deeply for three more breaths. Soften the edges of your mouth. Cramping is very common in this shape. Okay, release the foot when you're ready. Tuck the back toes, send the right leg back, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin. Inhale, cobra pose, roll the shoulders back. Exhale, lower down, tuck the toes. Lift the kneecaps up, lengthen the tailbone. Exhale to push into plank. Inhale in your plank and exhale, hips go back. Inhale, lift the left leg up. Look to the top of your mat, exhale, lunge your left foot between your hands, release the right knee to the floor, scissor the legs together, hands to the front thigh, possibly patting the back knee. Point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach for the inside of the foot with the hand. Make that uh, uh, C shape with your right hand, and then bring, uh, so C between your <laughs> index, finger, and thumb, clamp the inside of your Right big toe, ball mount. Pull your heel towards your hip as you kick your foot into your hand. Draw your right ribs forward. Draw your left ribs back. Maybe the forearm is on the, on the thigh. Maybe you spin the knuckles forward. Kick the foot into the hand. Pull the heel towards the outer hip. Melt the hips down and forward. Revolve the ribs and chest towards the front of your mat. Soften the edges of your mouth. Three more deep breaths. Okay, when you have completed your breathing, release your right foot down, send it back downward facing dog, press the hands down forward, shift the hips up and back, inhale to plank, exhale knees, chest and chin, tailbone towards the ceiling, inhale, slide forward and up, cobra pose, exhale, lower down, prepare, tuck the toes, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, draw your lower ribs in and up, push down with the hands, lift up into your plank, and with your next exhale, push the hips up and back, downward facing dog. Okay. Walk your feet to your hands. Feet hip width distance, lift and spread your toes, rest your torso on your thighs, hang forward. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps. 
make any subtle movements or not so subtle movements to release the upper body down. Head might shake yes and no, arms might sway from side to side. You might walk the rib cage down the thighs as you shift weight from left to right, front to back. Reconnect with your breath as you inhale, draw energy from the earth up into your hips as you exhale. Let that energy cascade and lengthen, cascade down and lengthen your spine as you release the crown of your head and your elbows towards the earth. Fingertips to the floor, push the feet down, lift the hips up, just like our three-legged dog pose, lift along the backs of the, or extend along the backs of the legs as you lift along the front of the legs. Lift into the kneecaps, push the hip creases up as you widen your inner thighs back and apart. From the hips, actively lengthen down the spine. Extend the crown of your head towards the floor. Pull your shoulders up away from your ears to keep the sides of your neck long. Keep your legs as they are, palms to shins. Inhale, shoulder blades on the back, chest parallel to the floor, and exhale, flow forward. Release the head, fingertips back down. Again, inhale to lift halfway, and exhale to fold. Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin, push down with your feet to rise all the way up to standing. Holding the bowl of your pelvis, level out the bowl of your pelvis. Likely this will mean lifting through the front of your hip points, lengthening down through your tailbone as you push energy, energy down through your feet. As you root to the ground, grow taller, roll your shoulders back, draw your lower front ribs in and back, extend your arms at your sides, draw, uh, turn your palms to face forward. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, looking up as your palms touch, and then exhale to flow forward. Gentle bend to the knees as you bring your fingertips to the floor, head releases. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, flow once again forward. Inhale, rise all the way to standing, arms overhead, palms touching at the top, and exhale, Tadasana, arms at your sides. One more time like that. Inhale, sweep up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, flow forward. Inhale to rise, arms overhead. And exhale, arms to your sides as you step the base of your big toes to touch. Lift and spread your toes before placing them back down. Root to rise, sweep your arms overhead, interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers to the sky. Look to a distant horizon. So imagine no walls in front of you, but you can see for miles. Look in the distance, reach up out of the waistline, exhale, upper body to the right, hips to the left. Use your right arm to gently pull your left side body longer. Don't be too concerned about leaning too far. Focus on the stretch along your left side body. Root your left heel down. Likely, you'll need to draw the right shoulder just slightly forward to keep the hips and chest square into the room in front of you. From here, now without moving your shoulders, take your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles. Again, try to relax the edges of your mouth, soften your jaw as you breathe along your left side body. Root into the heels, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen down through your tailbone, inhale back to center, switch the interlace of your fingers. 
Point your elbows up, reach your heels down, lengthen along the sides of your body, from your waistline to the ceiling, from your waistline into the floor. Inhale, grow tall, look to the distant horizon, exhale, upper body to the left, hips shift to the right. Again, lightly the, the chest starts to turn down. So counter that, possibly by bringing the left shoulder slightly forward. This is where mirrors come in handy for little things like this. Push down through your right heel. Use your left arm to pull your right side body longer. Now without moving your shoulders anymore, start to look up beyond your right tricep muscles. Notice tension building in the face, let it go. Push down through your heel, reach along your right hip, space between the ribs along the shoulder. Continue to breathe. Inhale back to center and exhale, arms release to your sides. Okay, let's get grab a strap. Should have distributed these earlier. Sorry, just hand it to you. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, we haven't done our shoulder rolls in a while, so let's do those. Take the strap. Start it uh, shoulder width distance apart. Inhale, sweep your strap overhead. Keep the strap taut as you slowly widen your hands away from one another until you can pull the strap down behind your back. If you really want to challenge here, try to keep the elbows straight. So explore the shoulders using this uh, strong tension on the strap, all the while keeping the tailbone extending down, front of the pelvis lifting up, lower ribs drawing in and back, toning the upper abdomen. Okay, explore the shoulders, maybe pausing in places that feel like they could use a little bit more time to release, or uh, places where you feel you could use a little more expansion. Okay, and we're almost done, and now we are done with that. Okay, right arm to the ceiling, left arm out to the left, bend your left elbow, turn the palm to face the back wall. So uh, with your left hand at the back, on your back, facing the wall behind you, can you feel your left shoulder blade? Possibly it's pulling away from your back body. Draw the head of your left arm bone back to try to lay the left shoulder blade flat onto the back of your chest. Now bend the right elbow, try to reach for fingertips, or you have the strap to extend the length of your arms. Reach the right elbow up, reach the left elbow down. So you'll notice likely that your chest is kind of forward of your hips here. Push your uh, heels down, lift your kneecaps up, lengthen through your tailbone, and align your head over your heart, your heart over the center of your pelvis. Notice if the distribution of weight in your feet is shifting or is, uh, is imbalanced. Again, release tension from your face. You might look to that again, that imagined distant horizon. Okay, release the hands. Pass the strap to your left hand. Extend your left arm up by your left ear. Right arm out to the right, palm facing the wall behind you, thumb pointing down towards the floor. First, bend the right elbow and bring the back of the hand to the space behind the heart. So again, you might be able to feel that left, that right shoulder blade 
uh, winging out or pulling away from the back body. Draw the head of the right arm bone back and try to lay the right shoulder blade flatter against the chest. Right elbow, left elbow bends, reach for uh, the strap or fingertips or wrists, whatever you're into. Uh, elbow, <laughs> elbows towards the, right elbow towards the floor, left elbow towards the ceiling. And then again, notice the tendency for weight to shift forward. Ground through the heels, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen through the tailbone, lower ribs in and back. And notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling, how do you make subtle modifications to get deeper into the exploration of this shape. From the left waistline, ground through the left heel. From the left waistline, extend up through the left elbow. Release the hands. We didn't do it last week, but we'll be back on track with our wide-legged forward fold this week. So turn to face the French doors. Take a wide stance, have your blocks ready in front of you. Bring the outside edges of your feet parallel to the short ends of your mat. Turn your toes in just slightly for a better grip with your feet. Tone the muscles of your legs, lift the kneecaps up, elbows towards the back wall, lift your chin and chest, lengthen along the front of your torso. With your next exhale, hinge in the hips. Bring your chin and chest parallel to the floor as you plant your wrists below your shoulders. Press your thigh bones back, lift your kneecaps up, extend through your chin and chest one more time to lengthen the front of the torso, and then walk the hands back. Maybe the feet feel, walk farther apart if you have that capacity. Ground through the outer edge of the feet, lift into the uh, arches of the feet, lift into the kneecaps, press the th inner thighs back and apart, and find some grounding for your head. Maybe a blanket, maybe a block, maybe five blocks, maybe a block and a blanket, you know, just throwing out all the combinations. Or maybe your head is on the floor. Whatever your head lands on, extend down through the crown of your head. Just as we talk about standing on the floor and rooting down, I want you to root down through your head here. As you have, as your head meets with that resistance, can you better connect with the uh, flow of energy along your spine? Beautiful. Always be conscious of the shoulders shrugging up towards the ears. Pull the shoulders away from the, ear, the, uh, the ears to keep the sides of the neck long. Notice over the course of several breaths here, if things have begun to open up, you might find that your head can come to a lower setting on the props or that your, your feet can even walk closer together, keeping your head on the floor. Walk your hands back below your shoulders, turn your toes out slightly, and opportunity for a little free-form movement, rolling the inner thighs back as you shift the hips from side to side. Hands back to the hips, elbows to the sky, inhale to come up, heel toe your feet back together. 
I also uh, want to try to keep a consistent practice of uh, inversion. So we're going to do our headstands now. Uh, so come to some wall space if you use the wall space. Uh, we'll just do the uh, basket weave headstand, or if you prefer a tripod headstand at this time, do that. Uh, really working on a consistent practice of headstand, building strength, and possibly building up the, uh, the amount of time that you're holding the pose. So uh, interlace your fingers. If you're using the wall, bring your knuckles maybe four to six inches from the wall. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Press your forearms down as you come into a forearm table shape, and then tuck your toes under as you lift your hips up and back. Look to the space between your forearms as you begin to walk your feet forward. Slowly lower your head to the floor. Bring the back of your head just clasped between the heels of your hands. Press your head down just as we did in the previous shape. Walk your feet even more forward. Lift one leg and hop the heels or the feet to the wall. Lengthen your tailbone up as you press your forearms and head down. Lift your shoulders away from your ears and then settle in for your headstand pose. So you might just hold in this shape to get the benefits of being upside down. Or there might be other things calling for your uh, attention. You might like to take the legs wide apart, extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips. So uh, you might shift the hips from side to side, do, uh, experimenting with doing some twisting. So it's kind of your free time in your headstand. And notice when you want to come out, can you go can you stay up a little past that time when you want to come out? Maybe uh, 30 seconds, maybe a whole minute past that time. Notice how your friends look when they're upside down. <laughs> I would love it if people were practicing this in groups as, as podcasters. But we're probably the only ones who have the benefit of our friends in the room right now. Lynn, we will look, look we look about the same height upside down, I'm thinking. Okay, if anybody wants to try piking down today, that will be, uh, that's my challenge for headstand today. So if you want to try piking down, push your forearms down, push your head down, draw the sides of your waistline back, lengthen your tailbone up, and simply bring your legs down with control. And everyone meet up in a child's pose. Eventually. So I like to practice this child's pose after a headstand with the knees together and the arms extending back by the legs. So let the upper body expand, the upper chest expand. 
I've mentioned this before, but maybe uh, since we have been doing a fairly consistent practice of headstand for the last several months, um, notice if it is something that your body starts to uh, crave or starts to request in your practice that you have this time to be upside down. Consider here the effects of your inversion. Really let the weight of your head be heavy, your arms be heavy. Using this shape to counter any, um, any compression in the neck or the upper back. To a sphinx pose. So plant your elbows below your shoulders. Make sure you have enough space uh, behind you to extend your legs back, point through the toes, ground through the tops of your feet. With your forearms on the floor, draw your elbows back to pull your heart through, broaden your collarbones. Now really activate this sphinx pose. So press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, lengthen the tailbone back, ground through the front of the pelvis, and lift the lower abdomen in and up. Spin the left el fingertips towards the right elbow, look over the right shoulder, bend the right knee, reach for the inside of the right foot with the right hand. So uh, making that backwards C shape between the index finger and the thumb, clamp the base of your right big toe, and then pull your heel towards your outer hip. I, after nearly 10 years of teaching, I'm still not quite sure about the language for <laughs> how to teach this. Okay, so your elbow should be pointing towards the ceiling. So uh, bring the inside, uh, the outside, the, the right, bring, <laughs> bring your index finger across the top of your toe knuckles so that your, uh, index, your right index finger is pointing towards the right wall. And then start to point that finger forward as you bring the, uh, the hand knuckles over the toe knuckles so that all the knuckles are pointing forward, right elbow towards the ceiling, pushing the right heel even more strongly towards the right outer hip. If that's not accessible, that's fine. Stay where you were. Okay, draw the right ribs forward, squaring the chest to the room in front of you. And if you have the space, bring the left hand down to push the chest up. This is half frog pose. Let that go. Left elbow to the floor, right foot to the floor, back through the sphinx. Press all ten. Uh, Extend all ten toenails back, press the tops of the feet down. Right 
Fingertips towards the left elbow, point the left toes, bend the left knee, make a forward-facing C-shape with your left hand, clamp the base of your left big toe, pull your heel towards your outer hip. So now point your left index finger towards the left wall, across the top of your knuckles. Then start to point your left index finger towards the top of your mat, bringing the knuckles, the hand knuckles over the foot knuckles. Push the heel towards the outer hip, wrap the left ribs forward, squaring the chest towards the top of your mat to the best of your ability, press the right foot down, engage the right leg, lengthen the tailbone back, and if you did it on the first side, if it's successful on the second side, press your right hand down to lift your chest up, keeping the front of your pelvis grounded all the while here. Okay, release. Arms uh, at your sides, out straight out like wings, palms facing down. Toes can turn in towards one another to relax and release tension from the low back. Look towards your right thumb. Line up your thumb with the sight line. And then take your left arm by your side, turn your right cheek to the floor, and then push into your left fingertips to roll onto your right shoulder. Okay. Stack the hips. If you are not already feeling this in your right shoulder, possibly the outer right ribs, then bend your left knee, bring your left foot to the floor. If you are still not feeling this, Bend your right knee, bring your right foot to the floor. Left hip melts towards the floor. If you're still wanting more, sweep your left arm over to bring your hands together. If you're still not feeling it, then stop. Just start having like, you just have really open shoulders. Then we don't like you. (laughs) I still like you. I like flexible people too. Okay, breathe, breathe where you're feeling it. Release all the places you can, which are a lot here. So you're kind of the shape of the pose, your relationship to the floor are creating what's happening here. So how much can you let yourself melt into it? Where are you meeting with resistance and how can you let that resistance dissipate? Be aware of your last few breaths in this shape, following the swell of each inhale and the end of each exhale.
And slowly roll back to the right outer hip. Roll back to your belly. Uh, continue to look towards the left as you extend your left arm out. Line up your thumb with your sideline. And then bring your right fingertips underneath your right elbow. Roll to the outer left hip. So you might walk your left fingertips out to the left a little bit. If the head is uncomfortable in this shape, I didn't mention on the first side, but you could slide a blanket underneath your head or a block. Let the head be heavy either way. Then right foot might come behind, turning the pelvis open to the ceiling. The left foot could come to the floor. And recognize that you might not be doing the pose exactly the same way as you did it on the first side. Very likely, as uh, we often have two different, two very different shoulders. <laughs> so again, ask yourself what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Consider how it might differ from the first side. Where does tension inadvertently build? Recognize it and let it go. Be aware of your final breaths in this shape. Slow, full inhales into the left shoulder, the left outer ribs. Complete exhales, releasing something. Roll back onto your belly. Tuck your toes under, push your hips all the way back to your heels for an extended, or for an extended child's pose with the toes tucked under, rounding through the low spine. And now push your way up to get two blocks. Here's one for your leg. Do you have one? Jason? You have one, okay. Mary, you have one? You have one. Okay. Do you have one? Okay, let me demonstrate so that this makes sure this makes sense. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to do this. Do this, podcast listeners. Um, <laughs> We're going to take, uh, come into... A basically a, a puppy dog pose. So take your blocks. Um, you might try the uh, 
either the second tallest setting or the tallest setting. Um, take your blocks shoulder width distance apart at the top of your mat. Walk your knees back. Take your arms onto the, your, take your wrists onto the blocks and then melt your head and heart forward into a puppy dog pose. So push the hips up and back, extend the fingertips forward and lengthen your arms. So primary focus of this is to lengthen the arms. Good, really nice. Fill up the lower back region a little bit, Ava. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, you might even take a wider, longer stance. Good, really nice work, Jason, good. Extend through the fingertips, push the knees down, extend the inner thighs back. Melt the head and the heart. Feel the space between your shoulder blades melting down. Soft, open heart. And slowly make your way out of there. And uh, I'm going to give you guys that... Uh, assist with the strap in um, in bridge bridge pose I feel like I love I love that for you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of go up in um, in succession so I'll start actually I'll start with uh, Jason and then when I when you know it's gonna be your turn next then you can come up into the pose you might do it once before I come around just because it's gonna take me a little while. So um, everybody set up by lying on your back. Um, if you'd like, have the block between your thighs just to keep your, keep your knees honest. Um, arms at your sides, feet in parallel. And if you want to come up for one before your assist, uh, and you may, uh, tuck your shoulders, interlace your fingers, Press your feet down and away. Is that a nice one? Okay, here we go. 
Last but not least. <laughs> Flutter open your eyes. Roll to one side. Push your way up to seated. Okay, I know all of you have done this with me before. So we're going to do our wheel pose with the blocks at the wall. Um, I'm going to take my two blocks propped up at an angle against the wall. Okay, so I'm, we're going to do uh, the wheel pose, and then I'm going to give you guys a modification. So... If you think you know, you know what's coming, you'll be surprised. Okay, so I'm going to take my head between the blocks for this demo. Fingertips towards my shoulders, heels in towards my hips, knees pointing towards the ceiling. Step one, press the feet down, lift the hips up, come to the top of my head. Make sure my elbows are shoulder width distance, pulling into my, uh, my shoulders. Roll towards the bridge of my nose, walk my feet in closer to the wall. And then in one big push, I'm going to come up into wheel pose. Chest towards the wall, press the hands down, elbows straight, inner thighs down, extend through the tailbone, look between my hands. So, this might be easier if the blocks weren't here. Remove the blocks, hands to the floor, and then the option for today is to lift the heels up, look down, Bring one forearm down, the other forearm down. Head is lifted, looking between the forearms, elbows towards the uh, wall, chest towards the wall. Bring the feet back down, or extend the legs, start to extend the legs straight. Uh, then you don't have to come all the way up, back up. Heels can lift, tuck your, uh, <laughs> come back down on your shoulders. I gotta say for the podcast listeners, that was exquisite. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I was, I was feeling like uh, just uh, 
come again tomorrow. You're going to be warmed up. Okay. Um, Great morning. Well, no, I mean... <laughs> you can warm up over the course of a week. Definitely. So, um... If you do this podcast every day this week, you will notice improvement from Monday to Friday. This is a challenge. Uh, this is a challenge for you guys. Okay, so hands on your blocks at an angle. If you don't want to use the blocks, then you don't, don't have the problem of removing them to attempt this uh, tripod or forearm uh, wheel pose. I forget the actual name of it. Okay, <laughs> heels in towards your hips, feet parallel. Hands on the blocks, fingertips point towards your shoulders, elbows towards the sky, push your feet down, lift your hips up, come to the top of your head, roll towards the bridge of your nose, elbows towards the ceiling. Walk your feet in a little bit, and then push down hard. Lift the chest, straighten the arms, gaze between the... Good, Mary, very nice. Good. Feet down, hips up, chest towards the wall. Good. And if you'd like to try it, if you can, remove the blocks and then bring one elbow down, the other elbow down, palms can come together, elbows towards the wall. No. <laughs> Would there be another way to come up in this? Uh, <laughs> did you, I don't know. Did you go up on your toes? You went up on your toes first to give you a little bit more lift? Yes, okay. yes. I went up on my toes before I brought my elbows right, down. Let's try that. Yeah, so um, take the back bend challenge, take five minutes on, or five minutes, five breaths, five to ten breaths uh, lying on your back. So this is, what is challenging about a back bend practice? It's these bursts of energy, and we need a break after that. You need a break to continue. And then once the break is done, you got to push yourself to do it all over again. It is rewarding if you continue to push, in my, in my experience. It does create a vitality, a feeling of vitality and um, awakeness, <laughs> aliveness, that is hard to come by sometimes. <laughs> Attempting it. Nice. Good, Jason. Push down through your hands, chest to the wall, look between your hands, push down through your feet, lift your side. Good. Excellent. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I can't. So this is why we did back bend summer. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now maybe we'll do back bend fall. <laughs> I do one. I do one. I do one. I do one. Okay, lie on your back. Take your feet as wide as your mat. Lift your knees, fall together. Bring a hand to your belly, hand to your heart. Arrive. Feel your body on the floor. Feel your body supported by the earth.
Walk your feet parallel to one another. Draw your right hand towards your chest. Interlace your fingers behind your right thigh and extend your right leg straight. Heel towards the sky. Wide your right outer hip away from your right armpit. Create tension between your hands and your thigh. With your hands, pull the leg deep down into the right hip socket. Release the weave, the basket weave of your hands. Look at your right foot. Lean your right leg to the left about a foot. Bring the left hand to the outside of the right leg at the shin or the thigh. Try to pull the right leg back towards the right as it meets with the resistance of the left hand. Widen the right outer hip away. I didn't say this before, but you might extend your left leg along the earth. Heel, calf, thigh down. Release the right foot back to the floor. Draw your left knee in towards your chest. Interlace your fingers behind your left thigh. Extend your left leg straight. Reach for the heel. Pull back through the toes. Wind through the left outer hip. Push the leg into the hands. Pull the hands into the leg. And then pull the leg down into the hip socket. Forgot to mention on the first side, but this might be a good time to extend that right leg straight. Heel, calf, and thigh down. Release the hands, look at the left foot, wind the left leg at an angle to the right at a, about a foot. Bring the left, the right hand to the outside of the left thigh, at the thigh or the calf, and then wind the left outer hip away from your face. Pull the left leg back towards the left, push the hand into the leg. Release the foot. Right foot to the floor. Roll onto your left side for a change and push your way back into downward facing dog. Pretty sure we did not do this last time and personally I regret it. So this time we're going to do a pigeon pose. So from down dog, lift the right leg straight up and back. Look to the top of your mat and then lunge your right shin behind your wrists. Pigeon pose can take many forms. You can try to bring your right shin close to parallel with the top of your mat, or not so much. Either way, make sure your left leg is extending straight back. Tie, toe, back toes can either be tucked or, tucked or foot can be pointed. Scissor the legs together to begin to square your hips and chest forward. Make sure that your right and left hips are equal distance from the floor. The tendency will be for uh, one, to shift weight onto the right hip, so you're not sitting on the right hip. Draw the chest forward, take the gaze up, extend length along the front of your torso, and then drape that length forward, coming down onto forearms, or um, even extending the arms forward if you need, if you need that. Find your posture, find that connection with your right hip. Some subtle modifications you might try. I like to walk my upper body slightly to the right, or the left, sorry. Keep my right forearm down, left fingertips into the floor and revolve my right ribs towards the left. 
as I draw the right hip back and down. Walk over to the right, left forearm down, right fingertips back. So just kind of revolve the chest left and right to get more awareness in the hips before coming back through center. And eventually finding that stillness, that shape where you can release the weight of the upper body and use the breath to commune with the right hip. Follow your last few breaths in this shape. Being present with the swell of your inhale. At the top of each inhale, sip in any additional air. Being present with the, as your breath recedes. And at that moment when you think you don't have any more air in your lungs, can you press more stale air out from the bottom of your lungs? As you are ready, press your way back into downward facing dog. Walk out your dog pose. Recirculate through the right leg, through the right hip. Next inhale, left leg lifts. Look to the top of your mat. Exhale to lunge the left shin to the top of your mat. Behind your wrist, setting up for pigeon. Possibly walking the right leg back in space, pointing it straight back, tucking the toes, or pressing the top of the foot down. Scissor the legs together, right knee pulls forward, left hip draws back, prop the hips, gaze up, shoulders back, lengthen along the front of the torso, and then drape the length of your torso forward, coming onto forearms, or extending the arms forward, or staying lifted if that's what's most appropriate for the left hip. Again, you can do that little twist of the upper body, left forearm to the floor as you lean the upper body towards the right slightly, right fingertips down. Revolve the left outer ribs towards the right as you pull the left hip back. Scissor the right knee forward. Walk to the other side, right forearm down, left fingertips to the floor, revolve the right ribs towards the left. Scissor the right knee forward, pull the left hip back. So just notice that that wakes up anything in the legs. And then once again, drape the spine forward, bringing a place, finding a place to rest your head.
again, consciously um, tune into your breath. Breathe the pose. How does the sensation of the pose change as you inhale and as you exhale? Okay, last, deepest breath in, this shape. <clears throat> Sip additional air in at the top of your lungs. And then when you exhale, is there, a di- is there a moment at the end of your breath where you can press more air out, let the weight of your head, your heart, your hips release? When you're ready, make your way back into that final down dog. Push the hands down forward, shift the hips up and back, walk out the legs. Melt the knees down, swing the legs forward, lie on your back. Draw the knees in towards your chest, and then widen out to the width of your armpits. Turn the soles of your feet to the sky, shins perpendicular to the floor, grab the outside edges of your feet, rock side to side, and happy baby. Feel the earth pushing into your back body, massaging any tender areas. Bring the soles of your feet together, interlace your fingers around the outside edges of your feet, and then widen your knees apart into this uh, reclined bound angle pose or butterfly shape. Extend through your inner thighs, contract through your outer hips, flatten your low back against the floor. With your hands pressing into, with your feet pressing into your hands, let your arms be pulled taut. The heads of the arm bones lifting slightly away from the floor. Draw your knees together. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, grabbing wrists, forearms, or elbows, and then tuck your chin to your chest. Pull your forehead towards or to your knees. Tuck your tailbone towards your heels. Squeeze your legs together. Draw everything in. Compress, condense. Draw in, tone in, pull in, and then let it go. Make your way to lying on your back for your savasana, your corpse pose. Set yourself up for this shape. You might put on uh, socks or jackets. You might cover yourself up with a blanket. It's common after a back-bending practice to feel like your low back is arching away from the floor. So to get more grounding through the lower spine, you might grab a rolled blanket or a bolster and place it underneath your knees. Arms can be at your sides, or if you like the hands on the body, that might be nice at this time. Tuck the shoulders subtly underneath your chest and get the sense of your heart feeling open. 
release the weight of your body into the support of the earth. body to rest. Notice any places that are not resting. You might be flexing your muscles or tensing maybe in the fingers or in the face. Let that go for now. How does the mind follow suit? How does the mind also come to this restive state? Can you release the urgency of your thoughts?
Begin to move your fingers and toes and reawaken your body. Reconnect with your breath. Bend your knees one at a time. Extend your right arm along your right ear. Roll to your right side. Transitioning from your corpse pose into this fetal position. Turning your chest towards the floor. Gaze in towards yourself. Make your way into a seated position. Settle into your legs and hips. Lift up out of your waistline. Go tall through your spine as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale and inhale. Thank you all for your presence, your patience, and your hard work throughout today's practice. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.